are now listening to Boys Next Door. I am not the one, the one, the one, the one, the one, and call him in baby. Kendall, welcome to the show. Thank you. This is your first time on, correct? Um, no, it's my second, actually. That episode never came out. Oh, yeah. Forgot about yeah. that. How's life? You know, okay. Do you miss me? Of course I miss you. No. It's good to hear. I mean, it's as okay as it can be. I mean, fuck. We're quarantined. The president sucks. Karen's are going crazy. You know, just another day in 2020. Okay, so, you know, usually I start the show with my game called Pick a Wall, so let's get into her. When did you back me into a wall? I want to I wanna know that. Okay. I really want to know that because I want to see you do it. <laughs> to play okay first scenario do you know how to play the game first of all no so oh, i don't gosh. think i'm ready to play pick a wall is basically would you rather this or that it's that type uh, of so i'm gonna start with this one you fall in love with this nigga right uh-huh. like manly in love and then Cause y'all been y'all been dating for like maybe I don't know. Let's say let's say y'all been dating for like two months, but you like you in love, like you feel it already, like y'all finna get married and shit. Yeah. But you find out he a Trump supporter. <clears throat> what do you do? Do you stay or do you leave? Or do you, you get him or something? I believe everyone has the right to their own beliefs. Um, you know. But I feel like if a person is a Trump supporter in this day and age, there's no way that I could even attract that. Like, there's no way I would feel some type of way from the front door. Like, I don't even think it would get that far. Mm-hmm. There's no way I could even see myself falling in love with a person like that. But let's say I did, and, and that person just turned out to be a Trump supporter all along. Let's say I did. I think... <laughs> that uh, be whatever we are for long because at the end of the day if it came down to our own beliefs marriage yada 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 how could he be a trump supporter and trump doesn't even support us so that's what it would really come down to at the end of the day and i think that would make the decision to get a new nigga immediately would be the right answer would make it a lot easier actually Okay, next, you meet a guy. He's perfect in all aspects. Okay. 
He got he got he got he got money. He he loyal. He don't cheat on you. Like he nice as fuck. You know he funny. He your type of guy. Whatever your type of guy is, he fine. All that. But his sex is whack. Like the penis is whack. The booty is whack. Everything's whack. What do you do? Do you stay and teach him how to fuck you or do you leave him? I stay and teach him how to fuck me. Sex can be taught. Do you think everybody can be taught? Anybody can be taught as long as they're willing to learn. Because, you know, sometimes, like on the first time, it'd be a little whack sometimes the first time. That's why and you got to learn time, you like, Y'all kind of get it right because by then y'all like, you know, y'all figure it out. But that's why you have to know who you fucking. It's not a one-time thing. It's going to be cool. You may not have a good first-time experience and may have to get used. I feel like everybody has to learn about the other person at the end of the day. I mean, it's all about learning. I learn what turns you on. You learn what turns me on. I may not be into the shit that you're into right now, but maybe if we keep going and this goes in the right direction, I just might be sucking your toes and dicking you out two weeks from now. You never know. Maybe I may not be into it right now, but maybe two weeks from now, I might like it because I like you and I'm trying to please you. And if that makes you come, it can be taught. It's, it's, it's just, it's give and take. That's how I feel. Everything in relationship is give and take. If you're willing to give a little, then you're going to get a little. You know, but everybody in the situation has to be able, has to be willing to give. Because, you know, I've met some people who have hard lines and they don't move on those lines. And then I've met yeah. people who have hard lines and then it's like, but, you know, it's you. So it's not really a hard line no more. I'll try it because I like you specifically. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I guess it was just depend on, like, the person. I feel like it can be taught. If it was a, if, if it was a choice between staying and, and teaching them how to fuck me and leaving and getting someone who else I'm going to teach how to fuck me, I'd rather stay. Now, that's going to be the end of the game. But speaking of sex, mm-hmm. there is a tweet that went viral the other day from this young lady. Her net is Queen Preshi. Mm-hmm. Um, Queen is Queen and Preshi is P-R-E-S-H-I-I-I. Her tweet says, never start your relationship with sex if you want true love. Do you agree or do you disagree? I disagree. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's sex. I mean, it, it, it depends on the type of person that you are. If you let it define what the relationship becomes or what it doesn't become. Um, I've learned in my relationship that uh, this is complicated. Okay, ask me the question again. Do you believe that if you want a long lasting relationship that you should not start said relationship with sex. No, I disagree because everybody needs sex. Everybody needs to get their night. Everybody needs to stay flowing in order for the relationship to keep flowing. If we ain't having sex, something wrong. I mean, I'm not saying hit it on the first night, hit it the first two weeks. You can wait six months, see where it goes and then have sex, but if you're trying to abstain or if there is a purpose behind it, I understand that. 
But if you're just trying to hold out to get a man or trying to hold out to get a woman, then goodbye. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, do you think holding out is going to keep them? I mean, if somebody wants it, they're going to get it either way. That's just how I feel about it. Because again, the person has to be willing. You know? I mean, because, you know, they can always just go to somebody else, too. Exactly. So it's just... You can do what you want to do. You can abstain from sex if you want to. But that's not a vow that I made to myself. So if we're dating in the dating phase six months and I'm single, hell yeah, I might go get my dick wet maybe one month or maybe every other two, three months if we not having sex, possibly. Depends on how much I like you. But if I like you that much, probably not. But again... It just depends on how the relationship is going. I think it depends on the people because I've, 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 I've never, I was about to lie. So I have mm-hmm. kind of started a relationship with sex and it, you know, we're not together now. So, I mean, if we go on off the logic of starting it with sex and mm-hmm. it lasting, I mean, she might have a point. I feel like if you want to know if the sex is good, you should stay. And if it's trash, be another good reason. Yeah, because then that's the other thing. Like you, you, you'll wait three months to fuck somebody, and then like it's whack, y'all. Not sexually compatible. Like what the hell did you wait for? Even if you try to teach this person, it's like it's just not clicking with us. Um, Hello, are you still on the line? I am here. I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. I'm here. Um, I also feel like I also feel like this. Different strokes for different folks, right? So if I if let's I now if I look at my past relationships and assess what really happened i can say that we did like start off sexually in some manner mm-hmm. but it wasn't and it didn't last but it wasn't a bad relationship you know what i'm saying it's not right. like we started it with sex and it was just like oh wham bam thank you man it was like well we just started with sex we didn't really think it was gonna go anywhere and it kind of did and just now that we just now we're not fucking with each other but that's not the point I feel like if I am going to deal with you in that way, then we just need to have an understanding. It all boils down to communication at the end of the day. It don't sound like you and that person was meshing in that regard. I don't think I'd be meshing with nobody. Well, you gotta find somebody to mesh with. That's I mean, not something that's... that, I mean, that's, that's just come, coming down to compatibility. Maybe it's your compatibility issues. Have you ever thought about that? Or like, who are you mostly compatible to? What are the signs that you are most attracted to or that you attract that seem to be the most interesting in you? I mean, uh, there's no pattern of signs that I attract. I mean, I just be attracting niggas, but like, some is not clicking. And at this point, it's probably me. Is that what you think? I mean, I don't have a boyfriend and I never have had one. <laughs> Okay, but that doesn't mean so. Who's the common denominator in that equation? 
friend. Are you are you are you blaming yourself? I'm not blaming myself. I'm just trying to see what the fuck is going on. Is it is it just me being Is it you? Is it me being too picky? Is it me being trash? Well, are you I, trash? Well, honestly, I can I can say I'm not trash. Okay. I feel trash in certain ways. Some people might consider some of the things I do trash, but I've never been trash to somebody or trash to the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I've never done anything that would make you be like, oh, I can't fuck with you no more because you just did did me dirty. Like I've never right. been trash like that. Trash maybe in the sense of I'm not emotional enough for some people. That's a, so, that's a common issue that has come up. So let me ask you this. Do you think that you're open enough when it comes to relationships and the reality of actually dating someone or are you just doing it because you're bored or you're lonely? The day um, in 2020, no. I have nothing to offer a man. <laughs> so there you go. Like if, if, I, if I tried to seriously date somebody right now, I would be wasting his time and my time. Ready. I mean, I'm just being honest. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, and I, somebody asked me this the other day. You just answered your own question. What? What question? How are you going to say, why don't I have a man? I'm the common denominator. And then you turn around and say, I have nothing to offer a man. You said I haven't been what? You said, I am the common denominator for the reason that I am single. Right? Okay. Then you turn around and say, it's because I have nothing to offer a man. I said in 2020. I'm talking about today. So I'm not talking changed? about in the past. In the past, if I've tried to enter into a relationship, I was ready to do that. But now what I'm changed? so like shut down on the whole idea because it just continues to not work out. And I don't have the energy or time to give somebody right now. No, I do not have anything to offer a man besides sex. And I'm not even doing that. I can't even tell you the last time I had sex. I have fooled around, though, and that's what I was getting to. (laughs) Because somebody that I had messed around with was just asked. They weren't asking me, uh, per se. They were just asking, like, um, basically, do you think you're ready for a relationship? And I was like, "Uh, no, sweetie. Like, I ho- and I hope you're not asking me because you're going to be sad. So someone was potentially interested in you and because you are not in that headspace right now, you turned them down. This person is interested in dating in general. I don't, um, I don't think that they were necessarily interested in dating me. I don't think that was the case. But... I had to tell them like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I feel like people get into relationships and then they don't be ready to, they, they're not them full selves, they're full selves before they get into a relationship. And so they get into a relationship and they bring all this shit with them and then they fuck up the relationship. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to bring all of my shit into a relationship until I had it ironed out or mostly ironed out. I mean, not everybody's going to have their shit together at all times. Mm-hmm. But also, like, you don't want to just be, like, a mess coming into a relationship because you think you, a mess, is going to help, you know, build a relationship? No. 
what if this other person is also a mess? Like y'all bringing two messes into the relationship. So not only is the relationship trash from jump, I don't have no like solid foundations for the relationship because you- But what if you guys can learn to be there for each other? What if they, What if each of you are the common denominator? Have you ever tried to be optimistic in the situation? You That's can, the difference I, 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 I mean, always feel about me and you. You have no optimism about the situation. It's just pessimistic, pessimistic, pessimistic. What's that line from Django? Um, all you do is criticize, criticize, criticize. You seen the clip? Um, there's a difference between pessimistic and I can be pessimistic and being honest, right? Realistically speaking, I do not believe that two fucked up people need to be coming together and trying to work on one relationship. Y'all have to be. I I believe that people need to be one whole and one whole to come together. I don't, I don't think that, I don't know. I just, me personally, that's just my thoughts. I don't think that people need to be coming into relationships and your foundation within yourself is trash. Right. You standing on mud, this other person standing on mud and it's still raining. The mud is not going to get hard. See what I did there? Just came up that real quick off the top of the dome. Like, Is it clicking? You you are spaced out. Because you're speaking to me, and I'm trying mm -hmm. to hear you. I'm trying to hear you. I'm just I'm just letting it process. Believe me, I hear you loud and clear. It's just, in order to be in love and to really have faith in love, you have to be willing to do the work. Everybody isn't going to have it together from jump. That may not. That may mean they may have all the money in the world and they have fucked up mental health issues. That may mean they can give you all the love and providing and protection that you need, but that may also mean that they're a drug dealer and you know that just may be unsafe for everybody at the end of the day. There are so many scenarios and situations when it comes down to how relationships start to where they end up. It's just a huge transition and you never really know until you actually try. That's why it's so hard for me to negate the fact that oh red flags red flags red flags like don't do that no i can't do that i can't you know i can overlook shit don't get me wrong but at the same token you know if i overlook every little thing am i ever really going to be happy people have flaws everyone is fucked up in some way shape or form as well as they have a mother or father everybody i get what you're saying i'm just saying for me mentally i can't give a man anything he's gonna come in here and he's gonna be sad he's gonna be pissed off he's gonna drag me to his friends after we break up because i'm not going to be a good enough person so you're not in a place yeah. to where you can provide for somebody that's fucked up okay you realize that but what about someone that's actually got their shit no 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 you're not hearing me i'm i'm talking about I think we I think we were speaking at the same time. Um, I'm talking about me personally. I myself am not mentally capable of being in a relationship right now. I do not have the mental capacity for it. And me trying to date somebody is not going to force me to like muster up the mental capacity. If I don't have it, I don't have it. So if you ain't got it, you just ain't gonna have it. 
You got to get you together. That's what I've been saying this whole time, and you've been fighting me about it. Well, I was just trying to give you some hope because it seems like you need some. Not that I'm hopeless. It's just that I'm realistic about my current state of mind, which is I well, cannot. You should have just started with that. You should have just said that. I sound like you were trying to get it. It sounded like you were trying to get advice. Once we roll this tape back, I want you to go back and hear what I said because I said that from jump. And you okay. were trying to coach me through it, and I didn't need coaching. <laughs> I wasn't trying to coach you. You just I was said letting you know how I would handle it from my perspective. Okay. It's a matter of opinion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you say so. I do. Now. Moving on, speaking of relationships, there's another tweet that I wanted to talk about. Somebody by the name of um, Cameron Peterson, one of my followers, he said, he posed this question for the gays. He said, what's the hardest part of being friends with other gay guys? There's more to the tweet, but that's the main question. And I'm posing this question to you because, you know, I left you alone in Chicago and you're all alone, like little Dorothy in the woods. You know, you don't know what to do with your life. And you're so lost without me. So how is it for you <laughs> being friends with other gay guys? I like my current gay friends. In the past, I've had experiences where they wanted to fuck me. I've had experiences where they just wanted to use me to get somewhere else. I don't know. For me, friends, just I haven't had the best experiences, but with the people that I have surrounded around me right now, and it's such a small circle of people, I've never been happier. I don't know. I don't. I feel like in the gay community, they think quantity, like quantity means quality. I don't believe that. Like, you don't need a big group of friends. You just need about one or two people to have your back. Unfortunately, I can't count on you to be one of those people because you left me abandoned for dead. But, um, you know, I have those core people who, you know, who got my back no matter what. And as long as you have that, then it's easy having someone who's a friend in the gay community. Um, now, there are downsides to it. <laughs> but... Okay, what are the downsides? I feel like sometimes there's cattiness, but, you know, I feel like everybody has that, depending on who you're dealing with. I feel like some people are a little messy. Some people like to be in shit. I'm not one of those people. I don't give a fuck. Um, I don't give, I don't, let me say this. I don't care to be in the middle and on tea and go on as well as everybody, but I don't like to be in shit. And I just hate hearing, oh, Freddie was was at it with so-and-so today, or Freddie was, you know, into it with this person in, in the line in the drive-thru at McDonald's, child. Like, it's just always some shit. I would hate to be that friend of that friend. Like, that's embarrassing. We're too grown for that shit. So do you have, like, you know, we have, like, relationship do's and don'ts or standards you have standards for friends like do they have to meet certain qualifications is there a checklist no not at all there's not a to be my friend yeah 
What do you or is it just like, a vibe check? I, it's a vibe check. Yeah, you can say that. It's for sure a vibe check. Um, it's just all about your spirit and how I feel from junk. If I get good vibes from you and I get good energy, then we can rock. But now, don't get it twisted. You can get bad. You can get good energy from a bad spirit. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it's going to eventually come out in, in, in time. So what but, do you do when you come across, you think you got this good friend, and then all of a sudden you start seeing these these red flags that you like to ignore because people have flaws yeah. and not everybody's perfect. Yeah. So you ignored all these red flags. What do you do at the moment that you realize this is not like somebody I need around me? I can speak from personal experience on that. You can do one or two things. You can do like I did and block them and move on. Or you can try to talk to that friend if you see these things and walk them through that like I also did so many times. And if that don't work, then you can block them. Let me say it like that. But if you have a friend that can sometimes be a little toxic or seem to be more of a bully than a friend or an ally then that's not a friend if you have a friend that puts you down more than they build you up that is not a friend if you have a friend that just doesn't make you feel good that's not a friend like that's not what friends are and it's it's really that simple it's just how do you make me feel those are friends and if this person plays you then that's just on them. Like, that's their time wasted. Like, don't think of that as a loss to you because it's not. Now, do you think that some things are forgivable in terms of friends? Like, sometimes, like, you and your friends have disagreements. Like, what's the level? Like, what's the, what's, what, what's the absolute most that you will tolerate? Betrayal. Sometimes I feel like we, huh? Betrayal. I can't do it. Like, I feel like if you betray my trust in any way or betray me in just a way that I hear you are disrespectful towards me and I am the person that, you know, loves you, trusts you, and supports you the most, we're going to have an issue. Like, I don't feel like that's real. And I'm just a real person. I don't step on eggshells with my friends. I don't tiptoe around shit. I just tell it like it is. and. If you can't accept that or if you take that and turn it into something else because you're sensitive or you're insecure, I can't help that. That's not my burden to carry. I feel like you need to get some help. And that's another thing. Like, you can't always depend on your friends or the people that you're around to get the help that you need. Sometimes you really just need clinical support. And that's okay, too. But, you know, that's... That's just how I feel about people in general. Everybody, everybody needs something. Everybody has a vice. Because everybody got some shit going on. When you say everybody needs something, I think of like, you have different friends for different reasons. Like you have certain friends that you get certain things from, but you can't get from another friend. You, for instance, I feel like with you, I get like 
calmness. Like we can turn up and all that other fun stuff, but most of the time we be chilling. Like we don't really be doing all that crazy shit. shit. Yeah, I can't. And then I have other friends who I absolutely know it's like not gonna be a dull moment. We're gonna be not that mean you have dull moments, but you know what I'm saying. We are gonna yeah. be like turned to the max a hundred percent of the time. Then I have other friends who I go to more for. Well, I'm going to be honest. I don't really go to none of my friends for advice. Sometimes y'all just be throwing the advice at me and I'd be like, I didn't ask <laughs> for this, but thanks anyway. Um, then you got your friends that you... It's more than a friendship. It's more like family. Can I honestly say that's truly how I feel every time I give you advice? Like, you make me feel like I'm throwing it at you. No, sweetie. I'm just trying to help you. With I mean, because honestly, that when, may help you get through. Can you think of a time when I've asked you for advice? Yeah, about five minutes ago, if you asked if I had a boyfriend, what, what would be the situation if he was a Trump supporter? That is not advice, because I'm not going through that. Well, hey, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know where these questions are stemming from, sweetie. All I know is... It's a, it's a podcast. We're having a conversation. Friend, I'm so high. I thought we was on FaceTime, but go ahead. <laughs> I forgot for what for, for me, just going back to the question, the hardest part about being friends with gays is, yeah. I mean, I don't even know if I would just limit it to gays. I think this person that I was reading this tweet from was having a personal situation. In general, with me, friends, it's kind of like... Like I have my friend is friends and it's not that I'm like, oh, no new friends, no new friends, no, no. No, it's not like I don't ever want any new friends. It's just some people, like I be, new friends, I be comparing them to like my current friends. It's like, okay, do you, do you make me feel like Kendall and Ken and Anthony? Do you make me feel like Ella? Do you make me feel like these people make me feel or? Or is this a new type of thing that I'm not interested in? Like, that's kind of where I'd be coming from with it. And then two, it kind of seemed like I'm always like. Can I tell you? Can I be honest with you? What? What you just said. That's how I used to be with actual relationships. Honestly, like, do you remind me of so and so? Does he remind? Does he make me feel? Does he fuck me like so? You know. I be doing that too, and that's not good. <laughs> that's that's very unhealthy. And I think the way you just said that about your friends, it may also be potentially unhealthy. Not as unhealthy, but you know, it's on the cusp. It's on the cusp. Well, I'll, well, I say that to say because all my friends make me feel good. So I'm 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 just basically saying like, okay, <laughs> this is a new person, right? Do does right. this person make me feel like I'm already friends with this person? Okay, that makes sense. Thank you. I don't like, I don't want to have to work to like, I don't want to have to feel like I'm trying to fit in. You know what I'm saying? That's not what I I, I can't do that. It's an automatic vibe. And I, because I will say, moving out here with absolutely no friends, I was, I do have a friend here now. Okay, that's, that's, that's my only friend here. I have noticed that I already knew this, but I tried to be a different person, that I am just not like the person that people jump to be friends with, if that makes sense. Does that, does what I just said make sense to you? Pretty. You forget how long I've known you, yes. 
like huh i can't hear you of course i said do you forget how long i've known you of course that makes sense to me you used to tell me in high school it was the same way you're still the same person yeah i just i just feel like most people just see me and then they see me and they go about their business i don't feel like people really even after having conversations well I, after having conversations with me people would be like yeah cool but i'm not the person that I guess I'm not approachable. That's the word I was looking for. And I do get that a lot from like guys that like think that I'm like this unapproachable being. And sometimes I am. Sometimes I purposely give off that vibe. But most of the time, mm -hmm. I'm very easygoing, but I don't like trying to fit in. Like I will say moving out here, there are a few people who I felt like, okay, we cool. Maybe we could, you know, develop this into something. And then it's like, I don't get the the enthusiasm from the other side. And so then I automatically shut down. Like I need somebody to be excited to want to be around me. I don't want to feel like, oh, you know how somebody says like, oh, you could come if you want. And it's like, mm, no, nah, I don't want to come. So you want to feel like you want to feel invited. You want I want to feel invited. I want to feel like you want me to be around you. Otherwise, that's I'm the Aquarius in you. I know it's a little. I mean, it's a little toxic. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm alone all the time. <laughs> Do you feel? I don't think, Freddie. But that's we are just unlocking things tonight. Yes, God. I don't think that you need the validation of anyone else that you are needed and let me read let me tell you what i'm trying to say because you look a little confused <laughs> you do not need me to tell you freddie come over when's the last time i've told you when you lived here when the, when did i have to tell you other than forcing you because you never did because you didn't want to make the drive lazy bitch, but you can make the long ass drive to texas but that's neither here nor there but when was the last time I physically had to tell you, yes, I want you to come, Freddie the fuck? Think about it. That's, Kendall, me and you are already best friends. <laughs> it's different. Somebody who's a new friend, if I'm, I'll give you a prime example. Okay, let me re, okay, but was I, have I always been like that though? Even when I was not your best friend, I felt like I always wanted to be around you because I want you around. Like, that's just the energy that I feel like I give off. Maybe you need people with more enthusiasm than the friends that they have. I don't know, darling. I mean, in general, not even just with friends. I need, I need to, I need, I need, not that I need the validation, but if I don't feel wanted, I mean, clearly it's maybe something. I well, that's anybody. I need to unpack in therapy. I don't fucking know. But I'm just saying, if I don't feel like you genuinely want me there, like you thought of me when you put this event together, et cetera, et cetera, I'm not coming. Cause then I'm gonna have to fake the funk and then I'm gonna have to be like, yeah, yeah, this is so fun and I'm not really interested because I don't feel like I belong there. Yeah, toxic as hell. That is not toxic. That is very toxic. I don't I'll give you a prime example. Somebody invited me out, right? Mm -hmm. They invited me out and I already was like on the fence about going because I just wasn't in the mood that day. Right. But this person was like, okay, we're going to hang out, et cetera, et cetera. 
time comes, it's like very, it's given very dry, it's given very well, you can come if you want, it's given very, um, oh, I was waiting on you, and I was like, but I didn't make these plans, <laughs> you did, and if you really wanted me to come, you would have put more effort into hanging out, mm -hmm. I need the effort, if I don't feel the effort, I'm, I'm, I pretty much feel like I'm useless <laughs> to the situation. Yeah. I don't know. I feel, I don't feel the same, but I feel like, I like feeling like, oh, you wanted me there. But does it have to be all about me every time? No. And that's, that's Ooh, kind of sounds, okay. kind of sounds like that's borderline where you're going with this. Like, it just has to be all about Freddie, and you're not even the type of person that has that persona, but that's what you're conveying to me right now. Okay, all right, fine. If that's how you feel. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to always be about me, but I'm, I'm. But it's gonna hurt your feelings if it's not. No, it's not gonna hurt my feelings. It's gonna hurt my feelings if I feel like. I'm a tag along and not like I'm actually supposed to be here. That's what I'm saying. Of course. To okay. Well, you always try to flip it like I'm just absolutely obsolete to what the hell we talk. Well, child, maybe I, I just wasn't explaining it right. Okay. Well, I just want to let the world know I'm not dumb. I am very here. And I just want to let the world know I just be talking and sometimes my thoughts don't be processing all the way, but I be knowing what I be talking about. <laughs> yes. It's all right. We get to it eventually. Okay. Um, let's get into my next segment, which mm -hmm. is one of my favorites. This is an old confession that I never got to read on the show. It's time for confessions. Are you ready for this one? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't think I read this, to be honest. So this is going to be our first time hearing this. All right. It's a... Uh, do I want to read this? Let me, let me browse over this because I see one word that screams sex. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, I'm just going to read it. Uh, and we're going to call this person... Give me a name. Ricky. Oh, no, we can't use that. I actually have a friend named Ricky. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just got done watching Noah's art and Ricky had like a whole segment on there and it was like hella niggas. Sorry. Um, Joseph. Joseph says, I met up with this guy from Jack. So you already see where this is going. I met up with this guy from I met up with this guy from Jack. I douched beforehand because I knew I was child. Okay. Future reference to anybody sending in confessions since I'm just starting the podcast back up. Okay. I want you guys to proofread. Okay, because this is gonna be a little ghetto. It's gonna be a problem. So those of you listening, okay. So it says, I douched beforehand because I knew I was finna get my spine tickled. As soon as I pulled up, I feel like we need some sexy music. Because it's going somewhere. Wait a minute. You're going to get into some things. Okay. As soon as I pulled up, my stomach started singing like Takashi. I almost left, but I was like, fuck it. I tried to ignore it, but it would not stop. Ignore? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, hold up now. Hold up, I'm trying to read this as we go along. 
what did I leave off? I almost left, but I was like, fuck it. I tried to ignore it, but it would not stop. We chilled for like five minutes and it just kept rumbling. So I asked if I could use his bathroom and I let loose. So much so that I stopped up his toilet. He was pretty chill about it and we still fucked with no mess. But I've cringed about this for two years. We're still good friends, but yeah, I fucked up his toilet. Thank you for the confession, Joseph. That is interesting. Oh man. Have you ever done that to somebody's toilet? Not even just like a fuck buddy. Have you ever like fucked up somebody's toilet? No. I don't often shit at other people's houses, so it's very rare. I don't have a story at all about that. One time I did didn't know. Mm. One time I had the I didn't mess up their toilet, but I it was somebody I was dating, so I felt a little better about the situation. Like we had, cause you know when you have sex, you clean out, and then the next day, that's when your your body be like, okay, here comes the rest of it. <laughs> so I had to go, but I was like, I'm gonna wait till I get home, cause I don't really want to do it in his bathroom. You know. When does your body do that? My body ain't never did that. Oh, what the hell? I don't know. You know, sometimes it just be like the day after it be feeling like you have the shit and sometimes you don't. You know what I'm trying <laughs> to say? Like it be just be open a little bit. It just be there. It just be there. But sometimes you do be having a well, maybe it's just me. I don't know. Anyway, I had I had the shit in this bathroom. I, I didn't feel cute about that. Cause you know, not niggas don't be liking that. No, they don't thing. know anything about it. <laughs> Niggas, that's another thing. Like when when it comes to a, a relationship, I need somebody I can be like so comfortable around. I need to be able to fart around you without feeling like, oh my gosh, like he's judging me. I'm still I need not to be able to shit that, in I need us to be totally comfortable, and we need to start off like that, like very early. We need to get to the good stuff early. That's how I'm gonna know. Freddie, maybe that's the issue. Maybe you get <laughs> too much too soon. No, Kendall. You right. now you know that's not the issue. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's not too much to you. To you. No, 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 no. Niggas, niggas, niggas. I, I need to be comfortable as soon as possible, is what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying I want to be shitting all over the goddamn walls. What I'm saying <laughs> is like I need to be comfortable with you. If I feel like I have to put on whenever I'm around you, like that means I'm not comfortable. Period. I mean, of course you wanna you wanna you wanna dress up, you wanna look cute, you wanna smell good, you wanna do all that type of stuff for your man. But if like I wake up at seven o'clock in the morning and I have gas, I don't wanna be like, oh, I'm gonna wait till I get back to my house to take a shit. Like I wanna be able to do that at your house. <laughs> you don't agree? Uh you know, you have a whole man. Yeah, I'm sure y'all shit it around each other. Yeah. He know I got bad guts, but early on in the relationship, I mean, I'm not talking about like week two. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even doing that. We've been they damn near shit. I don't even know, but what I do know is that it wasn't until this quarantine that we got real close, we got real, very much so closer in the how well do we know each other department. But that's my point. It's like, do we have to wait? that long for us to, <laughs> to acknowledge that we all have bodily functions other than come. Hell yes. I don't want to know nothing up know. until the time. No, I'm good. I, like, wanna, I, need I, need, I need, I feel like, I feel like, 
there's only one guy that I've ever dated where we was just like, it just kind of like started happening. Like, you know, you can, you can, <laughs> if I roll over in the morning and fart, like it's not going to be an issue. That's not a problem. I don't even acknowledge it. I just don't want to. I don't want it to happen. It's like, eh, I'd rather it not happen. But if it happens, whatever. See, but what, why wouldn't you rather it not happen? Niggas, is, <laughs> first of all, men, first of all, we date men, okay? Men yeah. be fucking farting like fucking Hellcat Dodge Chargers, okay? <laughs> I know me. The shit just be coming out. And I, I think I tweeted this the other day. I, sometimes it just be sounding like it's a motorcycle coming through this bitch. Yeah. Okay, so I don't want to wait until like month seven to start farting around you. By then, I'm probably going to bend a die because I'm holding in all my damn gas around you. I don't know. I, yeah. I'm, having a, I'm, I'm having a flashback because the last guy I dated was like, he don't A dude painted me before, and I just haven't been the same since when it comes to the regards of, I don't want to know about it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to smell it. I don't want nothing to do with it. Until it, it wait, I, I, so this is your confession. Come on, tell us about the time you got painted. We have time. I just confessed that was all it was. No, we're gonna have to get into details, sweet. All right, so it, I was like 18, 19. That don't count, but okay, go ahead. Shit, I was 18, 19, okay. Um, <laughs> I lost my virginity when I was 18, so I don't really have a lot of sex stories for you. Like, what do you mean that doesn't count? We was having sex and I got painted, bitch. Like, I'm just saying, y'all was both young. That happens. He was older than me, child. Oh, oh. That's why I was shook. Like, nigga, I'm cleaner than you, and I'm younger than you. And so, what's what's your cleaning routine like? So, let's say. Well, I'm not telling you all of that, girl. Oh, oh, my man, maybe listening. He don't know your cleaner. He don't got no cleaning routine. He has one, but I don't know nothing about it. We are separate in that regard. We don't know what he's doing. 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 We Thirty-one, right? I want him to know that I'm not trying to hide my bodily functions. I don't got time for it. Don't have anybody trying to tell you to hide it, bitch. But if you That's can avoid, what you literally just said we've never heard each other or talked about it. Or, I mean, we That's don't not what I said. That's not what I said. We know we we know hell. We comfortable with each other hell. I'm just saying. But if you are dating someone, I was not at all comfortable with that when we was dating. That's what I'm saying to you. I'm comfortable now. But when we first started out, three to six months in, no, I was not comfortable with it. No. Six months? <laughs> six months. <laughs> Hell no. I wasn't with it. Oh, man. I just, I just be thinking about all the times that I've been, I've been dating somebody and, like we've been dating for months and you know of course it fizzles out because apparently i'm trash but let's 
boxes. Like, if you go in the bathroom and do it, I mean, that's just what it is. But listen, I'm just thinking about all the times that I've literally been in pain because I have so much gas that I've been holding it because I've been spending a whole weekend at this nigga house and I ain't farted out one time. Maybe you need to get some medication. Maybe your bowels too loose. Maybe you need to tighten, get a, need a tune-up. Maybe I don't know. That sounds like something you need to go. I got a I got a gastrologist if you want to go to him. His name is Dr. Sudagar. He's wonderful. Well, Kendall, we've come <laughs> to the end we've come to the end of the episode. Well, you trying okay. to give me advice? You trying to sign me up for copays? I ain't got no health insurance. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, child. Well, but thank you for joining me. You are more than welcome, darling. Thank you so much for having me. I miss you like anything. This is going to be the inaugural episode. So, well, I don't know if that's the correct word. This is going to be the first episode back. And so you're the first. The premiere? I'm the season premiere? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'd like to thank the Academy for having me. I'd like to thank Freddie for being the sexy black chocolate thick snicker that he is. I'd like to thank everyone who's listening. I'd like to thank my man. I'd like to thank God. And most definitely, I'd like to thank my freak Twitter followers because you all are amazing. And wait a minute. Now, the episode is not ending now. So what is the time? Let's talk about this freak Twitter. We'll talk about it on the next episode. Now she Bye, y'all. Good night. Thank you so much for listening in, guys. Well, you know what? Thanks, you guys, for tuning in. Please tune in next time i have a question i just want to know just before we end this should i get my nose pierced i want to get my nose pierced too you will be fine as hell party i don't know which side to get it on though i would get it on this side is that your right or your left my right see my left side is my good side so i don't know if i should get it on my left side or if i should get it on my right side to balance out the ugly on that side i don't know i may get it on the left side because that left side about both to be honest doing both sides yeah oh child okay i might i don't know i'm getting my nipples pierced too that's sexy but not for me child not for me everybody says i should but i would never dexter told me i should so i'm thinking like yeah, of course he did of course he would of course he would we gotta get him on the podcast that would be everything what we gonna talk about I know exactly what we're going to talk about. We're going to end the episode. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for joining. Please, you guys, subscribe, rate, review the podcast. at the official Ken on Instagram and Twitter. And you know where to follow me. Thank you, guys. Goodbye. Bye.